Hello, this is Gerard Lockhart. This is my eighth episode of my podcast, Inspire Me. And on this episode, once again, I'm going to tell you about African-Americans that did great things in their lives that you probably never heard of. But first, my quote, success is liking yourself, liking what you do, and liking how you do it by Maya Angelou. And the first person I'm going to tell you about, Maggie Lena Walker, right after this. Maggie Walker was born July 15, 1864, was an African-American businesswoman and teacher. In 1903, Walker became both the first African-American woman to charter a bank and the first African-American woman to serve as a bank president. As a leader, Walker achieved successes with the vision to make tangible improvements in the way of life for African-Americans. Disabled by paralysis and a wheelchair user later in life, Walker also became an example for people with disabilities. When she was 14 years old, young Maggie joined the local council of the Independent Order of St. Luke. This fraternal burial society established in 1867 in Baltimore, Maryland, ministered to the sick and aged, promoted humanitarian causes, and encouraged individual self-help and integrity. She served in numerous capacities of increasing responsibility for the order, from that of delegate to the biannual convention to the top leadership position of right-worthy grand secretary in 1899, a position she held until she died. Walker was inducted as an honorary member of the new chapter of Zeta Phi Beta sorority at the chapter's first meeting in 1926. After leaving her teaching position in 1886, Maggie devoted herself to the order and rose steadily through its ranks. A pioneer insurance executive, financier, and civic icon, she established the juvenile branch of the order in 1895 while serving as grand deputy matron. This branch encouraged education, community service, and thrift in young members. In 1902, she published a newspaper for the organization the St. Luke Herald. Shortly after, she chartered the St. Luke Penny Savings Bank. Walker served as the bank's first president, which earned her the recognition of being the first African-American woman to charter a bank in the United States. Charles Thaddeus Russell was Richmond's first black architect, and he designed the building for Walker. The St. Perry Penny Savings Bank leadership also included several female board members. Later, Walker agreed to serve as chairman of the board of directors when the bank merged with two other Richmond banks to become the Consolidated Bank and Trust Company, which grew to serve generations of Richmondans as an African-American-owned institution. In 1905, Walker was featured alongside other African-American leaders such as Mary Church Terrell, T. Thomas Fortune, and George Washington Carver in a poster titled 101 Prominent Colored People. Walker received an honorary master's degree from Virginia Union University in 1925 and was inducted into the Junior Achievement U.S. Business Hall of Fame in 2001. Walker's social change activities with the Independent Order of St. Luke demonstrated her keen consciousness of oppression and her dedication to challenge racial and gender injustice. The National Park Service operates the Maggie L. Walker National Historic Site at her former Jackson Ward home. In 1978, the house was designated a National Historic Site and was opened as a museum in 1985. The site states that it commemorates the life of a progressive and talented African-American woman.
woman. She achieved success in the world of business and finance as the first woman in the United States to charter and serve as president of a bank, despite the many adversities. The site includes a visitor center detailing her life and the Jackson War community in which she lived and worked and her residence of 30 years. The house is restored to its 1930s appearance with original Walker family pieces. The National Park Service summarizes Walker's legacy with the statement, through her guidance of the independent order of St. Luke, Walker demonstrated that African-American men and women could be leaders in business, politics, and education during a time when society insisted on the contrary. Walker was honored as one of the first group of Virginia women in history in the year 2000. On July 15, 2017, a statue of Walker, designed by Antonio Tobias Mendez, was unveiled at the Maggie L. Walker Memorial Plaza on Broad Street in Richmond. The bronze 10-foot statue shows a depiction of how she lived, with her glasses pinned to her lapel and a checkbook in hand. In 2020, Walker was one of the eight women featured in the only one in the room display at the Smithsonian National Museum of American History. And the next person is Sylvia Harris, born 1953 in Richmond, Virginia, died July 24, 2011, was an African-American graphic designer and design strategist. She has been considered a pioneer in the field of social impact design. Harris was born in Richmond, Virginia during 1953. As she grew, she experienced racism and attended a desegregated high school. Harris has stated that she remembers her mother shouting from her car at the Ku Klux Klan while they were displaying on the street. Her father coached women's sports and her mother was an art teacher and artist. After graduating high school, Harris went on to attend Virginia Commonwealth University where she graduated with a BFA in communication art designed in 1975. Harris attended graduate school at the Yale School of Art where she graduated with a MFA in 1980. She eventually married her husband, Gary Singer, with whom she had one daughter. Harris moved to Boston after college and discovered graphic design as a career path. Harris began working at Washington Business Group on Health, where Chris Pullman mentored her. Her second position was an Architects Collaborative working on environmental graphics. On Pullman's advice, she left Architects Collaborative to earn a MFA in graphic design from Yale. After graduating, she co-founded 212 Associates Incorporated with David Gibson and Juanita Dugdale in 1980. During this time, she did design work for Citibank. In 1994, she left 212 to form Sylvia Harris LLC. She focused on using design to solve problems for civic agencies, universities, and hospitals. She named Sylvia Harris LLC to Citizens Research and Design as the company's focus shifted towards a design process driven by public research. In 2011, she co-founded the nonprofit Public Policy Lab, committed to the more effective delivery of public services to the American people. In 2014, she was awarded the American Institute of Graphic Arts Medal. Harris was the creative director behind the design of the 2000 Census for the United States Census Bureau. The goal of the 1998 user centered from redesign was to encourage Americans, including those who were previously unrepresented citizens, to participate. That's it for this episode, and don't forget, move towards your dreams and have a great day.